1: I The official podcast of the Horizon League, your number one source for all the league's top headlines. Here's your host, Justin Kinner. All right, everybody, welcome in Reach the Horizon, the official podcast of the Horizon League. I'm Justin Kinner. excited to be hanging out with you here today. Look, I say that at the beginning of every podcast because I genuinely am excited every time we release one of these podcast episodes. But this week, it's a little different. I'm even more amped to come on and hang out with you guys for a bit, and especially to bring on our guest. He's the head coach of the Milwaukee Panthers uh, men's basketball. basketball program pat baldwin senior now i have to emphasize the senior uh because we've heard the name pat baldwin a lot this week and it's been both about the head coach of the milwaukee panthers but also the son of the head coach of the milwaukee panthers patrick baldwin jr Patrick Baldwin Jr. made headlines this week, not just for himself and his family, but for the Horizon League and the Milwaukee Panthers. A five-star basketball recruit, the son of Patrick Baldwin Sr., committed to Milwaukee of the Horizon League. Of course, I'm reading off of this article from ESPN.com from just a few days ago. This is a quote from Patrick Baldwin Jr. talking about the opportunity to play for his dad and to play at Milwaukee in the Horizon League. He goes on to say, I will be playing for my dad at Milwaukee. I had some great options, which made me not rush through the process. The thought of playing for my dad was too good to pass up. In today's day and age, you see mid majors having great success, most recently, Loyola and Oral Roberts and I love that comment because it is so easy for these top recruits and again it's always going to be more popular to go to the bigger programs uh, in the bigger conferences I understand that and I'll never rip a kid for doing that but that's what makes you know that's the easy thing to do that's the norm right so when something like this happens it is so special and it's so unique and it's going to be cherished by the league and by Milwaukee and by the fans of all the, of the horizon league in general, because it's just something special to to witness. You know, I love what what's going on at Detroit right now with Mike Davis coaching his son and Antoine, who, Honestly, if Antoine, uh, you know, if if Antoine would have picked up, he you know, steam earlier in the season, he's probably the Horizon League Player of the Year when it's all said and done. But the father-son duos in the conference, this is pretty impressive. I love the Mike Davis, Antoine Davis angle out of Detroit, but now you have Patrick Baldwin Sr., the head coach of the Milwaukee Panthers, welcoming in his talented son and Patrick Baldwin Jr. This is big time. It's a humongous recruit for Milwaukee. It's the highest ranked recruit in the history of the Horizon League. And again, it just, it put the conference on the map. And I can't tell you how excited I was to be driving around town the other day here in Dayton, Ohio. Listening to Fox Sports Radio, listening to ESPN Radio. You know, I'm listening to Colin Cowherd earlier in the day, uh, and then I'm listening to Keyshawn J Will and Zubin the next day, and I'm hearing Milwaukee. I'm hearing the Horizon League. Uh, you know, I'm hearing you know other programs in the conference be mentioned just because of the ripple effect from this huge commitment. But enough about all that. I'm excited to bring on our next guest. All interviews are brought to you by health and wellness company Zervita uh, here on the Reach the Horizon podcast. So let's get to it. Joining us now, we have the head coach of the Milwaukee Panthers, Patrick Baldwin Sr. Coach, it's been a whirlwind of a week. Uh, I'm happy for you. I'm happy, excited about the news. This is really special. Welcome in. How are you?
0: Thank you very much. And, And it's been, you know, it's been a little bit busy the last couple of days for sure. (laughs)
1: <laughs> so I am curious. I mean, uh, if did you threaten to not pay his cell phone bill anymore? Did you threaten to ground him? I mean, how did this, this is such a great story. I love the dynamic of the father-son coaching relationship, especially at this level, uh, at the D1 basketball level. But how unique is this uh, just from a father's perspective? Forget the coaching standpoint.
0: Yeah, well, first of all, at 931, if things didn't go right, you know, <laughs> the, the doors automatically <laughs> change their locks <laughs> on them. Uh, so we, that's how we navigated that and yeah, no but uh, no it's 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 uh, you know it's great for him you know the thing I, I said to everyone and talked to him about that this was about him and his decision and what he wants to do and I, I'm glad that that we have a, a great relationship that that he trusts me to to coach him and and lead him to where he wants to go and uh, to be a part of this team here at at Milwaukee, I think that's the biggest thing that I would want to recognize with him is that he's a tremendously unselfish and, and great team player, and um, he, he'll do whatever it takes for for him to to help his team win, and and um, you know that's what I'm most excited about too.
1: Coach, obviously, the magnitude of this signing is huge—not just for your family, uh, you know, not just for the Milwaukee Panthers, but for the conference as a whole. Uh, recruits of his nature don't usually consider, you know, mid-major programs like this, especially when they have a chance to go play at Duke or when they go go play in the Power Five conferences. And that's no disrespect to you, your program, or the Horizon League. That's just the reality of of you know college athletics right now, and it always has been. But this is such a, a unique situation. At what point, I mean, again, well, you, you know the level of talent of your kid, and I'm sure you would have always loved to have him come to Milwaukee, but at what point did that really become a possibility? When did that start to snowball into a real possibility of getting a player of his magnitude to come play for your program?
0: Well, you know, I think when he steps in your gym and he shoots and he does all those things, all those things and we work out together and all of that, I, I think it it goes through your mind. And then for him, um, you know, when he's listing you in your in his top 10 and then it trickles down to, to three and all of that stuff, I think that becomes a, a reality as well. So it, it's, it, it, you know, it's again, it's a, it's a situation where I didn't want to get too high or too low in this, in this case, because all I cared about was his happiness and, and what he wanted. So, If I tried to put too much of Milwaukee or me on him, uh, then I I knew that I would have been in the wrong space and and I didn't want to be there. Um, I I just wanted to support him. I just wanted him to to counsel and guide him on any questions that, that he may have had about college basketball or anyone else that was recruiting him.
1: Coach, I'm curious with your background uh, in, in the game. Of course, going back to even your playing days, you've been recruited, uh, you've been wooed, you've be, you know you've made your campus visits. You, you've gone through the process that you got to watch your son go through. But then you add into the mix that you know you've been a coach for so long, and now you're running your own program in Milwaukee, and you know this is your living too. You go out on the road, you go recruiting, you sit in the living rooms of of some top talented players around the country, and you have your way of doing things. I know every coach does it different, but how weird was it for you, this being your profession, just sitting back as a father, watching how a Coach K or watching how some of these other top programs around the country just sit back and do their recruiting pitch and, and sell their program to your son. Is that strange to you? Was that weird? What was that process like sitting back as a father with your basketball background, watching how these other programs were kind of reaching out to kind of woo your son to come play there? Well,
0: I think the the main thing that I got out of this whole thing is, is that there were the coaches that recruited him, that called him, that Zoomed with him, that did school visits and watched him play, were extremely professional throughout the entire process. And I never once had any issue with, with any of the coaches. And, and um, you know, my wife may have had a problem with me, but, <laughs> but, but uh, all the coaches were extremely professional. They, they handled him with care. They uh, gave them, you know, they were extremely positive with them. They didn't, never once did they talk bad about another program, and all they talked about were were the things that were the virtues of their own program and 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 all the other things that go along with it and, and how they can help them and, and all that. So I was very happy with the process. I was very happy with, you know, the schools that, that he ultimately uh uh, winded it wound it down to uh, from ten and then to to, to three and then uh, ultimately he made his decision. So he, he he was very good in this and the schools were very good in this whole process.
1: Pat Baldwin, head coach of the Milwaukee Panthers, hanging out with us here on this week's edition of Reach the Horizon, the official podcast. Of the Horizon League, his son Patrick Baldwin Jr., five-star basketball recruit, of course, picked Milwaukee over Duke, Georgetown, Virginia, and others. Of course, making headlines this week. Again, it's always a, a headline moment when a top recruit in any sport uh, commits to a school, but it made even more headlines this week because of the the fact that he chose a mid-major program in Milwaukee out of the Horizon League over some of these Power Five, you know, the, these Power Five conference teams. So that's really what caught the attention of everybody. But with that being said. How does this change things up for you guys? I mean, again, you don't want to get too far ahead of yourselves and just assume that now everything's going to just fall right into place perfectly from an on-the-court standpoint, but this is quite the domino to fall to really open up doors for you recruiting-wise. Uh, What does this do for you on the recruiting trail? Does this open up doors to go get some players that maybe you didn't potentially have an opportunity to get, but now that you have this chip uh, to sell, it's going to be a little bit more alluring to some of the top players available out there, whether it be in the transfer portal, because that's flooded right now, or, of course, some other players who are uncommitted at this moment. What does this do for you and your coaching staff from an opportunity standpoint when going out to continue to fill out this roster?
0: Well, you you hope that's the that's the avenue that you go down with uh, trying to acquire you know, kids that, that have talent that can help you win and have great character and all that. Uh, I'm very proud of the guys that we have currently in our, in our program. You know, we have you know leading scorer coming back. We have a, a third leading scorer coming back. And, and we have you know guys that, that are very good in our program. So I think that we're approaching a level that we can uh, compete in the Horizon League and then, you know, you hope to, you know, add someone like Patrick in, into, the, into the stable and, and, and hopefully bring some more in that, that can help you sustain. And, uh, and now we have to reach a certain level, too. So there, there's very good talent in our league. I think everybody knows that. And anybody this year probably could have won uh, the league or uh, conference championship. And, and we're just trying to get to that level. And and hopefully this is a, a start uh, with the current guys we have in as well, and we can continue to move down that uh, down that pathway to even acquire some more uh, some more talent for us.
1: Coach, one more thing about this too, just the magnitude of this signing. And you know, look, you know, I know as a coach you don't want to single out a player, especially him being your son. So he's going to have that target on his back, I'm sure. Uh, but with the level of talent that he has, he's going to have that target on his back. But what does this do from a confidence standpoint for your locker room? I mean, right now, the players you have on your roster right now who are still on this roster, I mean, how exciting is that for them? It totally changes their mindset heading into next season, at least from a confidence standpoint, right? Like this totally elevates uh, the game for you guys in regards to the confidence level and the expectations that you're going to have moving forward, correct?
0: Yeah, again, we, we talk more about the steps that we have to take in the process. We talked about having a great spring of uh, Individual development and getting stronger, getting better. Um, you know, we never talk about. Um, obviously, you want to win championships, but it's not something that we, we can't get too far ahead of ourselves with. With that, we got to understand the steps that we have to take, and, and there's a few still that we have to have to make and get to. And you know, one of those things is is you know, formulating our roster for the twenty one twenty two season. And making sh- trying to trying to see if we can compete in this league the best we can, and um, you know I, I think that now you know at this point chemistry is going to be really huge going from you know the summer to the fall and into the season, and, th- and that's going to be the the one thing that we concentrate uh, on the most is is making sure that that uh, our chemistry is great and that um, you know we're competing and, and working to compete at a, at a high level.
1: Now coach I I, I... I mean I don't think you've thought about thanking me, but I think you do need to thank me for your win against Wright State, uh, you know, in that tournament. I, I mean I was on the radio call for that game on behalf of Wright State and I kept talking you know, I was looking ahead. I was already talking about Wright State with, you know, ten minutes to go. I'm already previewing the semifinal matchup and I jinxed the hell out of that team. So I don't know if a thank you card's in the mail or what, but I did everything I could to, to make sure that I turned the, the momentum into your favor. So you're welcome for that by the way. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I may have been talking about our you know what our plans were after that you know, from that point but uh give, give credit to our guys and they just kept on fighting and, and a lot of things had to happen to and you know we we got lucky too
1: No, coach in all seriousness though with that I mean looking back at last year I'm so glad last year is over with you know I felt that way well, you know I mean I guess a year ago at this time we weren't even sure if there was going to be sports we wouldn't we didn't even know if there'd be college football college basketball, major league baseball, NBA, I mean, NFL, we didn't know what to expect. And, you know, it got to the point that when even when the sports were going on, there was just a part of me that selfishly was like, you know, I really wanted the season to happen, but this doesn't, th- there's so much missing from everything that usually comes with college athletics and athletics in general, that I was kind of glad just to see the season end. And uh, that's even with some of the great storylines and some of the great happenings that occurred during this past season at all levels. But I am curious just your thoughts on how your team and how the Horizon League as a whole just navigated through this pandemic. This pandemic isn't over. This virus hasn't gone anywhere. You know, we're, you know, we're coming along now when it comes to eradicating this thing, but just your overall thoughts looking back to last year and how not only your team but the conference as a whole navigated through playing during this pandemic and hoping we never have to experience something like this again.
0: Yeah, last year was was tough without a doubt from, you know, social justice issues. Mm-hmm the pandemic and many other things that, that took form, and it just, uh, you know, it, it was incredibly tough on our student-athletes and, and what they had to endure this entire year, and and I give them a, a ton of credit for for their resiliency, their strength and courage to, you know, continue to, to press forward without knowing what was going to happen, and there was so much uncertainty, in the, in our world um, in college basketball and and intercollegiate sports that uh, we we had no idea what to expect and then you know to fast forward and get to this point I I'm, I'm just so in awe of our student athletes and and how they got through all of this and and you know I I, I just really point to the leadership of our universities throughout college college sports and certainly here in the Horizon League just the, the amount of people that it took it to to get our leagues uh, through and get our competition and games uh, scheduled and and completed and it's just a you know remarkable time and and you you, you hate to go back through this again but you obviously want to remember um, you know how you get through this and the adversity that you that you had to endure and and you know that resiliency that you um, that you build up to uh, withstand something like this so it, it's a testament to our our student athletes and to our, all of our administrators that uh that helped us get through this
1: coach what's next for you guys now as far as like when you get everyone in the gym i mean what are the uh what from a for you guys from a college basketball standpoint what is what is the months of may and and june and july look like as far as gym time and, and when you guys can get back to work collectively and and everything like that
0: yeah, made for us, and especially around this time, we're trying to make sure our guys finish up very strong in the classroom, tie up any loose ends with their professors and classroom work, and and then finals takes take form, take shape, and then we bring our guys back in towards the end of of June and start our work again, uh, leading up to to the uh, to the fall. So that would take us all the way through August or to August. And then we'll start back classes up in, in September. So um, I, I want to enjoy this time and, and you know, start preparing, getting our guys uh, you know, working and, and uh, getting them prepared to come back in in June. So, so that, that's a lot of what I'm doing right now is just the preparation phase.
1: All right, Pat Baldwin, head coach of the Milwaukee Panthers, good enough to be our guest on this week's edition of Reach the Horizon, the official podcast of the Horizon League. Last thing as we let you go here, Coach, Uh, you know, it's going to be so fun watching you and your son, uh, you know, as that father-son combo in the league, and you guys aren't the only father-son combo in the league uh, of that caliber of a player and that caliber of a coach. I mean, Mike Davis and Antoine Davis, I'm really looking forward to that first Detroit-Milwaukee matchup. Uh, Just, again, two great coaches and Mike Davis and yourself and with two great sons and two great players, obviously. Obviously, with Pat Baldwin and Antoine Davis, how unique is that in this conference to have two very similar situations with the caliber of players and, of course, the caliber of programs and coaching as well.
0: Hey, I don't know about you. I'm not looking too forward to that matchup. That you know, Dave Antoine Davis is really good, <laughs> and he could light you up in a minute. Um, no, it, I, they, they've set the bar. Uh, the Davis family and and Dad and and Antoine have really uh, set the bar on on the play in this conference and and I know coach Davis is very excited about his team and 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 the prospects for the future there and you know certainly having someone like like antoine in in the league is um, is scary for for all of us as coaches to prepare against so we, we know it's a formidable challenge and and just like anybody else in our league uh, there's some really good talent there's great coaches and you have to be prepared each and every night that you Compete against uh, any, any anyone in our in our conference, but um, it's uh, it, it's very unique to to be able to be in a position to coach coach your son. Um I know I've had conversations with Coach Davis, yeah. and you know he's he's talked to me about you know the relationship that he has with with his son, and it's 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 one of a kind. It's something that uh, when you look back on it, and it's just one of those things that. Um, you, you just cherish, and um, and and it goes by quickly. I'm sure Coach Davis would tell you how quickly it's gone by uh, with his son, but um, very unique, and I'm glad to have that opportunity to, to be with my son and have him with our team. All
1: right, game of two-on-two, two, Mike Davis, Antoine Davis against yourself and Pat Baldwin, Jr., who's winning that game of two-on-two?
0: Two? I don't know who's guarding who uh, because <laughs> I know I can't guard anymore. I can't move. Um, and I don't. I might be thrown out of the game because I, I might get a lot of technicals fouling um, Antoine. There you um, go. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I just say let's let's make it a draw and, and call it a game.
1: That's quite the political answer I appreciate that to be honest with you you don't want to give no headlines out yeah. there right hey coach I really appreciate yeah. it I think this is such a unique and cool situation I'm happy for you as a, an individual as a father and then of course a coach second uh, obviously the sky's the limit for where the program can go with this but the, the opportunity to coach your son uh, I mean I, I've never been in that situation before obviously especially at the level that you're at but I'm happy for you I'm happy for your program and uh, you know happy for your family as well there's a very special moment uh, yesterday when that came out so congratulations best of luck to you and your team and your family this offseason and uh looking forward to the season to get here it seems like it's forever away but uh hopefully this off season's less hectic than last year that's for sure
0: absolutely thanks a lot jason i appreciate you justin i uh, appreciate you having having me on i really appreciate it
1: absolutely take care sir appreciate it
0: all right thank you